found the Winding Road Podcast, hosted by Jason and Isaac. We're two friends who are sitting in the driveway just chatting about cars over some drinks, while two of our favorite cars are sitting behind us shining in the sun. We never know where the conversation will go, but we hope you join us. Happy Monday, everyone. Welcome back. Jason, what's new with you this week? Well, geez, this week, um, there's a couple of things going on. Um, you know, last week we talked about maintenance on the car. Um, I've been getting some morning lights popping up, so um, addressing those as they come. Um, I really haven't seen too much. There's, you know, not a whole lot going on with cars, uh, car mm-hmm. signings. Um, I saw a it was a Cayman. It looked like a newer Cayman. Cayman S. I think on the, I think it said, was it 918? I, I don't know much about the, like the, the lines, of course, but, um, cause yours does, yours just says Cayman S on the back. Yeah. So the current generation is, is a 718. 718. Yeah. So that's yeah. going to be like, uh, 20, 2017, 2018, or 19, newer, somewhere around mm-hmm. there. At least 19. It was sharp. It was uh, similar, if not the same color, to the one you have. Um, okay. It had really nice rims on it and red brake red brake calipers. Um, and it was at the gym, which was surprising to me. Okay. I've been seeing a lot of cool cars at the gym, which again, this because I go to the edge, it's not like a special gym, it's like a regular gym. Um, like I've, I've been coming out and seeing. I left the gym the other day, and the guy behind me was in an sq7 i think hmm. or something i don't know and my car doesn't have any badges on the rear it just has the s3 on the front but i guess if you if you know the brand and you can tell it's an s3 you know so i was wondering you know some people like if they have the same car like a similar sport car to you so like mess around a little bit so like i took off like, we were both heading left so i took off a little bit and this guy was like right on my, my behind the entire time i was like nice so he he knew it was up <laughs> But yeah, I mean, there's um, I've been disappointed with my car signings lately. Okay. I always I always try to keep up with you, but I don't think I ever can. <laughs> well, but, uh... <laughs> I'm sorry to say, I we didn't have enough time last week to talk about all of the ones I had seen uh-huh. uh, since the podcast before. So I still have some of those to get caught up on. Um, Let's hear them. So, also twice within a week recently, I saw two El Caminos which Ooh. I feel like I haven't seen one of those in 10 years, at least. Um, the first one I saw, I know was, was one of the newer ones, like the eighties generation with like yeah, the square headlights and stuff. Yeah. Yep. Um, they look like celebrities. Remember the set, the Chevy celebrity yes. front ends? Yeah. They kind of had yeah. a very generic front end. Yeah. So I saw one of those. And then a few days later, um, somebody, I was actually somebody dropping someone else off where I work and mm-hmm. I only saw it from the, from like the side or back. I didn't get to see the front to see what, like how old it was. So it could have mm-hmm. been anything from like the sixties and newer because they didn't really change from the sixties, but like the fifties yeah. were very different. Uh-huh. Um, so it could actually, no, it wasn't the sixties. It was at least the seventies. So what kind of shape was it in? Uh, I couldn't really tell. I was I wasn't that close to it. 
So I feel like was, I feel like people it was either, probably what you call a fifty footer. <laughs> yeah, right. I feel like um, those things are either really well taken care of or they're completely beat to death. It's yes, it's like very little gray area on an El Camino. I feel like I agree. How do you feel about them? Because I don't really, I don't think I love them. I like them. I think certain generations are better than others. Like yeah. um, I'm looking through the Wikipedia page now, mm-hmm. and my favorites would probably be like the same as like the Chevelle because they were related mm. to the Chevelle and stuff of the area. So era. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. like a 70 Chevelle, which ironically I also saw that week. Um, I, saw, I was just filling up with gas and there was a guy that pulled into the gas station with a 70 Chevelle with black silver stripes. Sounded great. Looked great. Um, so I like that generation of El Camino. And then some of yeah. the 80s El Caminos, like if you think of like the Monte Carlo SS from the from that generation where it had like the the arrow headlights and um you know that like the nascar styling on it i think that kind of looked cool so like maybe a late 80s uh, el camino like 86 87 um with the ss package where it's got like the you know the, like a yeah but the ss package for sure um, wait monte carlo what year are you thinking like uh, look up an 86 Monte Carlo SS. I don't know. Yeah. The 86. Oh, okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. That's definitely the, the kind I saw. So it was like an 86 El Camino SS roundabout. Mm-hmm. And so it had like the aero bumpers and stuff like that, like the NASCAR gotcha. styling. Yeah. So like yeah. that one's kind of cool, but right. like, I'm sorry, a 70 Chevelle is always going to look good. And yeah. the El Camino version also looked pretty badass too. Yeah. You know, with the, the quad headlights and the um, the stripes and stuff like that. It's just, um, it's a classic looking car. Yeah, you're pretty hard pressed to find uh, something that's going to top the look of, you know, a, Monte, or a Chevelle SS from the 70s, like, especially like 1970. Yeah. That was like the pinnacle of muscle car era. It's like yeah. humongous engines, yeah. you know, like they didn't give a crap about fuel economy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I feel like, I feel like when you're getting, do you get gas at the same place all the time? I do. Cause I feel yep. like you, I, you saw, I remember you saw a Viper there once. Mm-hmm. Yep. And wow. one of my, one of my clients, um, we may have talked about him before. He had two, uh, like his and hers RS6s. Mm-hmm. Um, one of them got flooded the other year during a hurricane. So now he's down to one, um, but we also fill up. He's also got it. He had uh, came in GT4, but we fill up at the same gas station as well. So every now and then I see him there That's as cool. well as some other stuff. So does he like, do you guys you say hello? He's yeah. Kind of like yeah we, we talk. He, cool. um, he comes in every now and then he's currently in the process of building another RS6 and an R8. So waiting on those to come in in about six months to a year. Oh wow, they're still producing the RAs, right? Like, kind of, yeah. Like, I don't think as many as they used to, but I think they're kind of like if you order one, they'll make one for you. But uh, the T the TTS, they're they're stopping, right? I think that yeah, I think the T. So the TT. Is, oh, I'm sorry, TTRS is what I meant to say. Well, all of the TTs. Oh really? So you have the base, you have the S, and the RS, and the the TT shared a chassis with the A3, S3, RS3, 
um, and the Golf Golf R. Well, mm. all of those cars have gone to the newer generation chassis and the TT would be the next one to get that update. So like mm. the 22A3 is new, is all new. And the TT is still based on the old generation of A3. So gotcha. either they're going to kill off the car or right. they're going to re-engineer it for 23 or 24. But I haven't heard either way what they're doing. I think there's probably not going to be one in 23, whether or not they're working on a 24, I don't know. Mm -hmm. It's funny to me how I, I don't think – it doesn't seem to me that like more – I don't want to say economy cars, but more mainstream vehicles – there's lapses in production as it seems to be in like higher end cars. Do you know what I'm saying? Like, like the S3 or the A3, whatever, there was no, there wasn't a 2021. Like anything was a 2020 and then, and then the, or maybe, I don't think there was a 21 or maybe a 22. Cause then are they 23s now? Or was it a 22 where they came back out? Remember the black one that was in the shop or in the... Um, that was a 22. That was a 22. Okay. So then they must not have had 21. But like Ford, like Ford wouldn't do that, but they would stop making a Taurus for like a year. They've done already. I mean, it, every now and then, depending on the, the model, they'll do that. Mm -hmm. Every manufacturer, not every, but it's not uncommon to see, um, to see that. But just for like a year, like something small like that, I feel like yeah. they stop them for like five or ten and then they bring it back down. Yeah, like Ford did that with the Cobra. They had the, the 99 Cobra, and then they stopped it for 2000, except for the Cobra R. And then mm. in 01, they brought the, um, the, the Cobra back. So, yeah, it just depends on what the racing is. I think they stopped at no two and they came back oh three and oh four, I think, right? Yeah, that might be more accurate. I I forget that a lot of times which one it actually was. I always toy I toy with that idea every once in a while of getting another Mustang of that generation. Mm -hmm. And and I like the uh the O one Cobras because they were a little bit less the O two and O threes were they have like the higher value, I think, because they they had the um the supercharged engine. Mm -hmm. Or, whereas the O one, it was just a regular, you know, NA. I think it was a thirty. I think it was still a thirty two valve though. And they had. Do you remember the taillights on those? Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked so, about those once before. Like the the orange ones, like the, had yeah. the amber turn signals. I just yep. think that I like that. I like that kind of thing. It's where it's um like a little bit subtle. Uh, yeah, subtle, but it's also outside the norm. You know, it's a little different because mm -hmm. everybody has a Mustang. It's cool to have one that's a little different. Or like mm -hmm. if you pay attention to the differences, like the, the GT would have, you know, one style of bumper and the V6 would have it. Like I'm talking about rear bumpers. Like mm -hmm. the V6 didn't have exhaust cutouts. The GT had exhaust cutouts mm -hmm. and said, um, I think the base, I think the V6 had the bumper that just said Mustang. And then mm -hmm. the GT, it said either Mustang or Mustang GT with exhaust cutouts. And then the Cobra, it said Cobra in the bumper. Yeah. And of course, exhaust cutouts. Right. And like, I think the bumper or the Cobra was like smooth, but the GT had like this like scoop. It was kind of like scooped out in the center a little bit. And it was like inset a little. It's kind of hard to explain, 
Mm. But like the V6 and the GT had a certain styling of the bumper, but they were all subtle differences. And, you know, if you knew what to look at, you could tell what it was just by small differences. Yeah, unless you have some 17-year-old who has a, a six-cylinder and put exhaust and got an after, you know, a GT bumper on there, which a lot of people did. <laughs> did I ever tell you how I, when I was a teenager, like 16, 17, I taught my sister who would have been like a early teens at the time, like 13, 14, I taught her how to differentiate all the generations of Mustangs by looking at them, like by the taillights and like various things like that. Like she could pick out, it was an 88 GT based mm -hmm. on this, or it was mm -hmm. a you know, 96 um, Cobra based on this. No, you didn't tell me that, but I'll, I would love to have sat in on one of those lessons. <laughs> How did you, what did you do? How did you do that? Well, I, like, look at I uh, was subscribed to 5.0 Mustang at the time. The I was too. I, I had that same one. Yeah. So I would show like It was like 5.0 like Mustang and Super Forge or something, right? Well, not originally. Okay. So back in like the 90s, it was 5.0 Mustang and Super Forge was a different magazine. Uh -huh. And then the some company, I think Peterson or somebody bought both magazines and con con um, consolidated them because they used to be like mm -hmm. competitive magazines mm -hmm. and then they consolidated them. So it became 5.0 Mustang and Super Fords. And then mm -hmm. they, you know, 5.0 went from just being Mustangs to now it's Mustangs, Thunderbirds, um, mm -hmm. trucks, stuff like that. Ooh, that reminds me of something else. Is that still out? Uh, probably. Mm -hmm. Well, I would imagine so because now the current Mustangs have five liters in them too. Oh, true. So, like, while they probably they've been rehashing the same modifications to, you know, the old pushrod five liter yeah. crowd, you know, for the last thirty years, they now mm -hmm. have new material because of the new the current Mustangs. I remember um, maybe it was like the '09s. I forget what year they were, but the Boss 302 came back out. Mm-hmm. And they had a really cool exhaust setup. It went out the back, but I guess after the Y H pipe or whatever it had, they it had these little the little I don't know subsidiary exhausts that came off of there, and they dumped right outside, like right underneath the doors. And I think it was for sound. I don't think I forget if they were active if they were active all the time or what they were, but. It's really cool to look underneath one of them. It's it's an interesting setup. I didn't think the boss did that. I thought that was on the on the two thousand Cobra R that had the side exhaust. No, it was definitely um this was definitely a boss V O two because I remember it was, I was looking at it on, on the lift. It was like a brand new one just came off the truck. Really? And so it wasn't modified or anything. So it has like the regular exhaust throughout the back because the Cobra R did have the side exhaust type, much like the um the Lightning did. But these were like little vents that like mm -hmm. dumped. You couldn't see them unless you got under the car. It's pretty interesting stuff. Check it out. I, I wasn't aware of that. Yeah, it's, it's interesting for sure. And I think I think it was for like noise, I, like to make it sound good. You hear exhaust yeah. from the, you know, underneath the door. Yeah, that makes sense. I didn't I didn't realize that. Cool. Little Mustang factoid for you. Something else that's right up your alley that I saw oh. recently on my commute to work was uh, about a 97 Thunderbird. Oh, okay. Yeah. 97 Thunderbird. Um, so like your Mark 8 generation. 
Yeah. Is that when they had the super coupe? Um, I don't know. I, I think, think was a, that was at least the early nineties. I don't know how long they continued it. Cause I never really kept up with the Thunderbirds, but I thought of you when I saw it. Cause I was, I was driving by, I think it said SE in the trunk or something, but it was, you know, just your average Thunderbird. Yeah. Uh, but I hadn't seen one for a long time. Yeah. You don't see them often. It was in good shape. I would say it was average. I never really liked them. Remember when they came out with the Thunderbirds? It was like 05 or 06 or something. They tried to throw back to the old school ones. The retro ones. Yeah, that was 02 yeah. and 03. It had that removable hardtop, I think. Yeah. I don't think those things did too well. No. Never really and them. No, so no one liked to work on them either. So they they were the uh, shared like a chassis with the Lincoln LS. Oh, and, yeah. Um, what I remember before I moved out here, I was working at a Ford dealer in the body shop, and mm -hmm. every every couple of months, somebody would bring in their Thunderbird because it had like water leaks or this or that, and no one wanted to touch the thing because apparently they were a train wreck. Like they were hard to work on, and they were engineered really stupid. And actually, it was shared componentry with the Lincoln LS and the Jaguar X-Type. Mm. So like their compact all-wheel drive car. Um, mm -hmm. And so like, I think it was mostly like a Jag underneath yeah. and no one, no one wanted to work on it. Like they all, they all hated it. They wanted nothing to do with it. Interesting car though, because it sort of had design cues sort of reminiscent of the BMWs. Like the front end, I feel like looked like the, like a BMW almost. Yeah, that was exactly and, and, the point. And it had a really small V8. It had a six-cylinder and a V8 option. It was like a 3.9-liter V8 or something yeah, like that. Yeah, that sounds about right. And I think that you could got it. You could have gotten it in a, in a stick, which is pretty cool. Uh, yeah, you might be right, actually, briefly. You're correct. 3.9-liter V8, 280 horsepower. Um, but they, they just didn't do well because they – I mean, they were kind of cool. I liked them at the time. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of like a forgotten car. Like, when's the last time you saw a Lincoln LS? Right. They're definitely forgotten. Um, and can you imagine working on one now if people didn't want to work on them even when they were newer? Right. Oh, I'm sorry. It wasn't the it wasn't the Jag X type. It was the S type, which was like the really like frumpy, curvy looking one that was like yeah. awkward because it wasn't the XJ, like the big luxury sedan. Um, it was the poor, yeah. the poor man's Jaguar. Yeah. Like the, like the Cadillac Katara. Remember that? Yeah. The poor man's caddy. Yeah, they made it. I mean, I always liked them. And it was it was designed to compete with the the BMW 5 Series at the time. And, mm -hmm. um, but yeah, it's, it's, you know, related to the Thunderbird, uh, the, the retro Thunderbird and the Jaguar S-Type and apparently the XF somehow. Really? Which I didn't realize in the XF. Is that the car I'm thinking of? Oh, so like the 20, 2007 to 2012. So apparently that chassis stuck around for a while. Yeah, I was going to say the XF came way after that. But I, mean, I, I always was, I was always disappointed by the interior style. Like I thought it looked, it looked like, you know, a, like a continental inside. So like really boring old person car. Like it didn't really have any any like flair to it. 
but I remember, a, bla- I remember a black link, black Lincoln LS, I thought looked really sharp. Yeah, the, the interior is definitely lackluster, um, but you could make that car look sharp with the with the right, you know, with the right package or color scheme. Yeah. So here's something for you that since we're on Lincoln's, there was a um. We right haven't near, talked about Lincoln's for a while. Lincoln's been kind of felt a little lonely. We've been ignoring it. We got so to get back to it. We have to get back to it. Yeah. Near us, there has always been like this cream color Mark 8, like a 98 Mark 8 that like, I always see parked in like the storefront. I think it's like a storefront that someone lives on top of, you know? And um, How many times to, have you asked them to buy it? Well, I, it's funny. I never have. And I think it's like a, you know, an older guy owns it. It's in really good shape. And then for the longest time, I got, I have because I go by there all the time just because it's like in my travels. And for, for the longest time, it, it wasn't there anymore. I stopped seeing it. And I was like, either the guy passed away or he got rid of it or something. And the other day, I drove by there and Kelsey and I were in the car. And it was there again. I was like, we have to stop by and put a note on that guy's car and see if he wants to sell it to me. I got totally buy it off him. <laughs> Did she and smack she, you promptly? She rolled her eyes and was just like, <laughs> oh my God. When are you going to stop talking about me do more day? Especially like this one, because it's, it's not even like the rims are not even the, like the sharp look at rims. It's like cream. So it doesn't, it's like a total old man car, yeah. but, but it has good bones. You know what I mean? Like the, the headlights aren't faded. I don't know. I'll take your I'll... word for it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's going to be one of those things that I'm probably going to never let down. It's weird. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah. Car. I am actually caught up on my car sightings. That was a lot. I haven't had many for a while. And now, I'm, yeah. now I kind of was able to purge them all. Um, yeah. It took two shows to do it, but I was able to get caught up on all my car sightings recently. I'm jealous. The amount of stuff that you see is just boggles my mind. It's random stuff. Like it's not. All, it's not like all high end stuff. It's not you know all old stuff. It's just like a little bit of everything. Yeah. Maybe I'm just keen to it. Maybe I just happen to spot it whenever it's you know. I don't know. I mean, because I'm pretty keen on that stuff too. I'm always looking around, and I don't see that yeah. kind of stuff. I think it's it has to be part of the area too. Yeah. I'm thinking about um, getting a part-time job at that um, gas station just for the <laughs> They're probably hiring at the gas station. They're always hiring. Yeah, right. You could be. You could just be the guy that walks around emptying the trash cans by the yeah. pumps. That way, you could be outside looking at the cars. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Are you into gaming at all? Like, do you, is that something you do, or is you kind of like don't really have time for it anymore? Um, gaming. Well, yeah. I mean, I don't. I don't have a whole lot of time for it. I when I do game, it's like Call of Duty. Okay. I, I hop on and play a couple of games of Call of Duty, and actually Kelsey plays too, which is really funny. Really, that's cool. And she and she's actually pretty good at it. Sometimes she's better than me. Like you wouldn't think. Like I don't know if you're like stereotyping, you wouldn't think that. Right. Um. So that's yeah. Fun. Who, so, who thinks their their elementary school teacher is a Call of Duty gamer? Right. Definitely <laughs> not the kids that she's teaching. <laughs> They have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> but um, she, your elementary school driver or um, elementary school teacher drives a 16 year old, you know, economy sedan and yep. plays Call of Duty c- competitively on the weekends and, and in his spare time crushes yep. her husband. Yeah. 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 
Yeah. So you never know. You can't judge a book by its cover. Exactly. But um, so we play that. Um, I actually got, I have a PlayStation 4. Okay. And I got a Need for Speed game for Christmas like two years ago. Okay. And I haven't even unwrapped it yet. Oh, wow. Okay. I think, I forget which one it is. I don't even know where it is right now. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. I used to play all that stuff. I used to play Driver. Remember Driver? Yeah. Um, I love that game. Um, remember, there was like there was something. It was called something Syndicate. It was a it was a, a racing game. Okay. Yeah, I had all the racing games. I had um, there was just one game that was really cool, where it was like because um, like you know how sometimes there's no in between. You're either doing like a, like a Gran Turismo kind of game, or or you're doing like um, what's that game where like arcade screwing off type where it's just like for fun yeah but but this game it was like um i can forget what it was but you basically it was really cool you basically started out as like a valet driver and you mm. and you live in like uh like a trailer or something and then you have to like work your way up do races and you, you know it's it was like um i don't know like a live action kind of thing but based mm. on racing i forget yeah. what that was called but it was really cool Okay. How about you? Well, I asked because I recently I've been holding off on mm-hmm. buying another console. Like I've had a PlayStation Three mm-hmm. for like ten years, mm-hmm. um, and but I've like growing up, I always had like I bought a PlayStation Four Gran Turismo, and then I had mm-hmm. GT Three Two, and then GT Three, and I moved over to the PlayStation Two, mm-hmm. and then Gran Turismo Four, and um, and then I finally, I was late to the party, but I upgraded to the PlayStation 3 and Green Turismo 5. Um, and then I kept that for a while. And like PlayStation for me was, at least in the 3, I used it as my DVD player also. So it was mm-hmm. like dual purpose. Mm-hmm. And I did an upgrade to the PlayStation 4 because the DVD player didn't change much. Like it played Blu-rays, but it wasn't mm-hmm. like Ultra HD Blu-ray. Mm-hmm. So I waited until the PlayStation 5 came out. And then, of course, it's been hard to get one uh, because of like chip shortage and everything. So, but I wanted the 5 because now it plays Ultra HD Blu-rays. So okay. finally back, um, actually, timing was nice. I got on the waiting list for a PlayStation Direct. So okay. I didn't have to worry about paying like, uh, you know, overpriced, you know, scalper Out, money for it. $1,000 for one? Yeah, that's just stupid. So yeah. I got in line. Scalper with money. <laughs> well, that's what it was. It was like it know, was. These, bots, Steven, yeah. these bots buy up like 10, 20, 30 of them at a time. And then they sell yeah. them on the street or online for yeah. like twice as much. But yeah. um, I got on the waiting list for, with PlayStation. And conveniently, when we were on vacation in May, uh, they emailed me and said, hey, your spot is tomorrow between, you know, two and five. So two o'clock, I signed in and I got in line and got one. And so now I've got Gran Turismo 7, which was recently released, I think, like three months ago. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was just curious if you do any of that. I, I don't have a lot of time to do it anymore, like I did when I was a teenager. But I, I do enjoy it from time to time. And especially now that you can do it online, it's really cool and you know fun to race people from around the world that actually are competitive to me like or better than me. Like whenever yeah. I would play with my friends, I always played like when I was a teenager. 
I played it more often than they did. So I was always better than them. Yeah. And it wasn't really a fun, like, it was fun, but like, I always wish I had a harder competition. Right. So that's, that's cool now playing online because like, I'll start, you know, in, in 10th and sometimes I get up to ninth. Sometimes I drop down three spots and um, it's, it's cool. It's really challenging. And I've been enjoying that recently. It's interesting. Cause I've never, I never thought about that. Cause like, you know, back when I was playing those games, it was, you know, there was, no, it was not like internet connected. You can't, you couldn't play right. other people. So maybe it'd be different. Maybe I would enjoy it more if I was racing against other people. Um, but I probably couldn't do that with the PlayStation four. Right. I'd probably have to have a five. No, you still can. Cause I, for a little while I was, I was touring because I wanted to get Grand Turismo 7 mm -hmm. uh, and, and play online. Mm -hmm. But I'm like, I don't want to, I don't know, I don't want to wait two years necessarily until they finally become a relative, readily available. But I also don't want to get a PlayStation 4 because I've been specifically waiting for the 5 because mm -hmm. of the, the disc player. Mm -hmm. um, so, but it worked out uh, where I didn't have to wait, you know, two or three years to get one. And I didn't have to pay markup on it. So it all yeah. kind of worked out in the end. But um, maybe, yeah, there's still maybe people I'll, that play Grand Turismo 7 with the PS4. Maybe I'll, maybe I'll take a look at that and see if I can grab one up and maybe you can play. We also have to set up go-kart uh, go scene. Yes, that's true. Because I, I, think, I think we talked about that, my go-kart experience in Rehoboth. Yeah. Um, and that's so much fun. We have to do that. And then... We'll see who who the, the go kart champion is. I might have to I have to work something out with my wife to do that because she was disappointed when she heard that I was going to do it without her. Um, so the two of us might have to go, her and I, and then I can go with you. But um, yeah, it'd be fun. Or or all three of us can go. And we'll, well, the four of us, and we'll make it like a uh, a group thing. <laughs> she she I she'll be very competitive. So um, <laughs> nice. Which I am too, especially when it, anything that's like car related. Um, yeah. Like the my my guys took me go karting for my bachelor party, mm -hmm. and I don't know if they just weren't as hardcore as I was, or if they were letting me win. But I mm -hmm. won every race. Um. So and I was always the fastest lap time. So I don't like I said I don't know if it's because I was the smallest guy and I was like taking it seriously, or if they were letting me win. But it was still fun. That was the last time I went. And they were pretty fast, right? Yeah, they're decent. Were they um, battery or gas? They were gas. And how long ago was that? Nine years. I think it's time to... Got to get back. To do it again. I'm yeah. sure the technology has changed. They're probably even better now. Uh, I don't know. I don't know yeah. if te technology's really changed, but... Um... Uh -oh. Yeah, I'd like to get back there. It was so much fun. I, I was out like these things are fast, but it wasn't that like grave a place. And I was I was having the best time. <laughs> so I can only imagine what it would be like to go to like a nice place. Yeah. And it's it's always fun to me when you get like when you're done racing on a go-kart, like hardcore like that, and you get into your car and you're like, wow, I want to drive this car like I was just driving this go-kart. Like yeah. in public, and it's not a good idea to do that. <laughs> <laughs> so we're coming to the close of this episode. Anything else on your mind before we wrap up for the night? 
No, I mean, you know, it's middle. It's well, I guess it's not middle of summer, but I feel like, you know, the time flies. Um, so I think it's, I think it's time to buckle down and get some road trips going on or some sightseeing trips or what have you. Um, and yeah. enjoy, enjoy this beautiful weather while we can. Yeah, I agree. We got to get some drives planned and get back out on the road and enjoy those winding roads. Thanks again for joining us. You can reach us by email at windingroadspodcast at gmail.com or on Instagram at windingroadspodcast. We look forward to hearing from you. We would love it if you could rate and review us on your favorite podcast app. Until next time, enjoy the drive.